Here I go again Same old boss, same old friend It's just my place for security Place I call friends like you and me Here I go again Hello everybody, welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show podcast. It has been actually two weeks since we've been with you here from the Full Circle Book Co-op uh, down here in beautiful downtown Sioux Falls. Uh, something like 321 West, no, 123 uh, West 10th Street in Sioux Falls, uh, down on the strip in uh, the best little city in America. And uh, so the podcast returns here. We actually are coming to you from the uh, ante room, the script room. No, the, the scriptorium. Scriptorium. The scriptorium at Full Circle Book Club, which I've not spent much time in, but is a lovely room. A lovely room. We got kicked out of the, but there's pinkies being held up as they drink their tea here at the. <laughs> In the scriptorium, uh, but it's a nice little quiet room. There's some uh, like radios and typewriters and F. Scott Fitzgerald quotes and such. We got kicked out of the big room, the main room, by a collection of old ladies. I don't know how else to put it. I can hear the hens. You can hear, and it's and so the the, the cackling that you hear now. It's a some very active women's group. They are all drinking Pinot Grigio, and. Uh, um, they're getting after it's it. It's a taping of the Real Housewives of Sioux Falls. It is. It's a taping of the Real... Oh. Grandma Housewives. Former, Grandma Housewives, yes. former Housewives. Uh, but no, it's... Uh, so if you hear a little bit of that, that's what's going on. But they kicked this out. But that's fine. I got no quarrel with that. Because the, the fine people here at the Full Circle Book Co-op, um, they, they like to take care of their guests. And it's a, it's a diverse crowd. And so I got I got no quarrel. So we're in the, we're in the scriptorium. And we've got, some, we've got some audience. We're just a little tight. We're a little elbow, cheek to jowl, as we like to say, in the scriptorium. So you're going to get more audience participation, more of a roundtable discussion on the show today. Because, and the other reason for that is because my guest today uh, is one of my old friends, one of the weird friends from the old show, the the, the semi-beloved and short-lived radio program, Patrick Lally Show. Uh, Scott Scott Hudson. Scott, how are you doing, man? Good. I, I, is the move any coincidence to me being invited on the show? Is this <laughs> is the next time I'm here, we're going to be in a closet or yeah, something? <laughs> be in the basement. Yeah, okay. Uh, it, it is a lovely room. Um, yeah. A little small com- okay. compared to the, the, big the, room. the hands not, out there. Normally, I like to be in the window up there facing 10th Street. Yeah, because you know? you're really putting on a show there. Right, and then people, right yeah. now, you're... It, you're being hidden. Right. I got Your talents are being hidden. My 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 sound engineer is behind me on the couch. My producer with no sound equipment. By <laughs> no the way. sound equipment. My sound engineer, who basically, it's just more of an advise and consent situation. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is this going to work? I don't know. Well, you want me to, you want me to bring the people a, are listening to us now. It worked, I guess. You want yeah. me to bring a preamp? Well, okay. Next week, you want me to bring a preamp? Sure. Yeah. Next week, you want me to this bring a preamp? This isn't what I was expecting. <laughs> What? The the the, the, the setting for the show is not what I was expecting. You were expecting something much more technical or polished or Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Especially done in a in a retail establishment. Right. Um, you, you know, I, I thought we would have like serving staff in short skirts. Oh, oh really? You thought it was gonna be more of a bar situation. Well, 
This is sure. good. This is good. But I, I do have a beer. I mean, so yeah, I, I mean, we I, do. Technically, it is a bar. That's what we do Bars on this show. I bet so, you the drinks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So, because uh, I don't do podcasts without drinking, you know that. I know that you have, yeah. actually have a podcast called Day Drinking. Yes, yeah. It's it's one of five shows I'm recording in the next four days. Okay. Now let's, and we should probably review for people who are not familiar with your work on my show. The uh, uh, semi-beloved and, and short-lived radio program. You were one of the weird friends. You were on every week. I still have people come up to me and say, "I miss hearing you. I miss hearing me." I yeah, guess so. it's a shot. <laughs> I know. No, no, actually, people used to tune in on that day who were who were music files, right? Yes. Who wanted to hear what? Because we would always do the you know Scott's hot pick of the week or whatever. It was. Yes. And the other part of this is was funny, and uh, we're sitting around here with a bunch of. Uh, not everybody in here is middle-aged, but there's some, one recently be one. I'm just happy just I'm not the oldest person in the world. Recently became 50. My producer just recently today is his birthday. Oh, well, happy hey, birthday! It is my producer's 50th birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very excited. Um, we can't remember what I used to call you. You had a name. There was the Boon Man. There was the Common Man. There was the Curmudgeon. Probably Curmudgeon. I'm sure it was called that a few times. I don't remember. And then it was the Buffalo Maiden and uh, somebody else. It's somebody else. Maybe I think we just started going with uh, Scott. Good. Because you, your draw was much bigger as a real name. I, I've never been one to hide my name. No, you're, you have no fear. Uh, but people used to tune in and say, I just want to hear some, I want to hear what Scott's listening to. Oh, well, that's awesome to hear. Well, because, you know, people... Tell that to the people who have DJ nights around town. I, I wouldn't mind like spending a few records. You want to go out and do some, do some nights? You want to be the sound guy? You could be like the, I don't want to be the sound guy. But you could be the DJ for this show. Remember back in the in the in the pop room days, I used to like play the music in between bands. Yeah, for was, the good shows. That was awesome. It was, yeah, well, I wouldn't mind doing that again. Start. I don't think anyone buys more music in town than me. No. So let's talk about music for a second, because okay. we're going to talk about several things. We're going to talk about podcasting. Okay. okay, because we talk about that with you a lot, because you're huge, you're huge, right? Two, we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about politics. Okay, because we never talked about that much on the old show, a little bit, but not much. And then um, three, things are just pissing you off. Well, um, fill her up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring the old ladies in, and it'll be fun. Okay. We're gonna get in trouble with old ladies. On this one. Okay. We're going to get an old lady back. Well, it's not like I'm young. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there might be a single one out there. <laughs> lady of the 80s? What is it? I mean, now we got a peanut gallery. That's the problem with being in a smaller room. You know, I'm picking it all up. Right, right. You wouldn't have heard that otherwise. No, that would have been something off in the other end yeah, of the room. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. It's fine. Sound guy. Um, so, and we actually, we actually should say it's not everybody in here is uh, working on this show. They're not staff in the show. Yeah. No, we, we, we do have a peanut gallery. It's, yeah, it's awesome. That's good. Um, and then we're going to talk about music. Okay. So, but we we'll, may do them in those order. I don't know. Let's talk about music a little bit. So, one thing that's happening in your world, and this is no surprise to anyone, uh, there's a replacements box set coming out. Like, what is there left to release from the replacements? This is actually a pretty amazing story. Um, if somebody had told me six months ago that there would be a box set of Don't Tell a Soul, I would have laughed. 
because that is the record that is considered the worst replacements album there is. Yeah, well, I love it, but I don't know, I know what you're saying. Um, my friend Gorman, who did the documentary on the replacements, he interviewed over 100 people for that movie, and he asked every single one of them, what is your favorite replacements album? Not a single person said, don't tell a song. <laughs> so you would think, well, why, why do a box set on that record? Well, the story was that was the record that the replacements had to play ball with the record company. And when they were done recording it, the tapes were handed off to one of those, this is the 80s, one of those 80s super mixers who added all that 80s gloss and garbage to it. Um, Compressed the drums and chorus the guitars, you know about that stuff. And, uh, and, And so that's why, even though it was like their most successful record, it's not well liked, and you you will find it in cut outfits. But uh, Slim Dunlap, the guitarist, yeah. who has been bedridden for the last five six years, really, um, I didn't know that. yeah, his his wife was cleaning the house, and she found this stack of tapes, real reels. You're kidding. Didn't know what they were, you know. Showed them to Slim, who kind of is uncommunicable. Who didn't know what they were? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so sent them off to to powers that be. And it turned out to be the original um, 16 track recordings of that album. So the pre produced version? Yes. Oh, and now I'm interested. Yes, and so, and they've released a couple songs already from, you know, so they have been remixed again by the original producer. And a couple tracks have been like thrown out to Spotify and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like a million times better. Really? It's like a, it's a true replacements record. And so this box set's not even going to have the original record on it. It's going to have the cleaned up record. You know, the, the new mix is disc one. Yeah. Disc two and three, or disc two, are going to be a ton of outtakes and stuff from other sessions. There's a ton of leftover songs. Right. And then the last two discs are a full concert. Yeah, you got to kind of, wait, wait a minute. Folks, please. Mute your phones before coming into the Patrick Lally podcast. Then the last two discs are a full concert from that time period that some of the tracks are thrown into a, a promo in 89 called Inconcerated. This is the full show which you recorded in the walkout. So this is like, suddenly, your least desired record has become... It's something you something actually, amazing. Something that you are counting the hours to. Yes. So, but I can't. I mean, I, I think about that when I think about "Don't Tell a Soul." Is that, that just those opening chords? That first, for the first song in "Don't Tell a Soul." Talent Show. Yes. Talent Show is one of the songs that they have re- given as a sneak preview to it. It's amazing. It sounds like it could be on Tim. Or so I can go get it on Spotify right now. You can listen to it on Spotify right now, yeah. So Friday, the whole thing comes out. On Spotify? Yeah, it'll be up. Well, uh, you know, with, a, with a box set like that, maybe they would like, try No, they'll put the whole thing on. Um, there's even a little banjo in the mix. It's, a, it's crazy. Which uh, one is it that has the tattoos? You're thinking, uh, We'll Inherit the Earth. Yes. Right? I, I love that song. Yeah, but imagine, uh, like, a I'm sounding, without the sonic crap. Yeah. Blood. It's got a lot there. Yeah. Um, well, I look forward to that. That's not the only thing on Friday. Also, is the 50th anniversary of Abbey Road coming out. Really? What's a bigger deal for you? <laughs> That's a bad Well, I mean, you're a huge Beatles fan, Paul. <laughs> uh, but Abbey Road is the one record that... It, there's not a lot of outtakes and stuff. I mean, there's 
there's two discs worth of outtakes coming with that too. Uh, but it's Friday. but it's not like the White Album where there was like three million bonus tracks thrown out. And, and here's the thing, you have all of that. Yeah, I do. Uh, you don't just go <laughs> listen to it on Spotify. No, I, I still believe it on it. Do you still, uh, uh, is there some sort of like uh, uh, you know, pre-release, kind of like uh, you know, early purchase situation? You just got to sit there and wait. Well, I will, I will admit that I use nefarious ways to get leaks. Nefarious when you're hacker. No, but, but torrent sites. Oh, okay. Those still exist? I, oh, yeah, yeah. And I will use them to get things ahead of time. For, for one thing, for my show. Okay. And, I, and I have some labels that send me stuff for my music show and stuff. Um, but I, if, I like, if I like something, I buy it. You, wait a minute. You can do that? What? You can get labels to send you stuff if you have a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as I wish, but... Not like the old days. No, but I, I have I have some relations with some labels that got it. That love the ledge and love real punk radio. And I, mean, I mean, you're legit. I mean, it's not like you just you're not. It's not like this show. Right, right. right. <laughs> um. So that's cool. So that's Friday. And yeah, the ledge. Taking this on what is today? Tuesday. Tuesday the twenty fourth. Yeah. So on Friday, whatever that number is. That, that's big. Twenty seven. Yeah. Well, kind of so my Friday night show is going to be in depth. Look it's at this box set. That's it. Well, there'll be other things. Well, I, mean, I can't, I can't, can't play know. the whole thing on it. Right. For the one or two people who have just who have happened upon this podcast and don't know who you are, um, and don't know about Ledge Live, we should probably say Live Ledge, Ledge Live um, every time. But uh, uh, we should probably say you're on Friday nights. Yeah, there's a site called realpunkradio.com, and the definition of punk is not. Just da, 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 it's, da. Fluid. It's, it's very fluid. Punk in attitude more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I do a show on there in the central time zones from 6 to 8 p.m. Two hours. Sometimes I go a little longer if I don't have anything to do. Right. Which is well, you can weeks. do that. You can just push the next person. Yeah, there's not a person after me, so I don't oh, okay. worry about it. Um, and then afterwards, you can either go to scotthudson.blogspot.com or just on all the podcast sites, The Ledge. Yeah, can we have an in-depth discussion now about whether or not iTunes is picking up all the podcasts? <laughs> They're working fine for me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That's over lower there. on the agenda. It might have been easier. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a producer joke. Yes. <laughs> this this show kind of has become me making fun of my brother. Well, <laughs> everything is a build-up. At least he's got a defined role. That's true. He also got a haircut for his birthday. I'm sorry. I wish people could see this. It looked very nice. Thank you. Do you get people asking, why don't you do a video show? Yes. Yeah. You, it we had this conference. It annoys the hell out of me because the, other, the Big Brother show that I do yeah. with two other co-hosts, I get people all the time, why don't you like, do it with video? It's like, no, no. I, I personally hate video podcasts. Some people have faces I for despise radio. them. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear I don't... I used to Facebook Live the uh, short-lived and semi-beloved radio show. Yes, you did. Part of it. Yeah. But it got to be, I, I wasn't comfortable, particularly when you're commercial radio. Like, right. There's commercials. Well, like in our Big Brother show, we're playing clips from the live feeds. So what's the cameras going to be on? Us sitting there listening to these clips? Yes. That are like a minute, 90 seconds long, you know? Yes. I also like saying nasty stuff off air. Well, you yeah. You know, and that's, that's, I never made that. No. There's no off-air here. So video would be bad. 
I also have avoided, though, much shockingly, much like the radio show, avoid uh, excessive swearing. I don't think I've sworn yet. No. I'm going That's, live. That's what he for me. How much would you have to do, how much swearing would you have to do to get the explicit tag? I mean, it's a lot. I think it's pretty, uh, it, it, it's pretty self-policing. Um, so you have to say, oh, I'm explicit. Yeah, when you, when you upload yourself, you, you yeah, write. You, I can you, see that. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's anyone. Uh, well, maybe there is in today's society. You know, with, policing that. I don't think so there's. A, I don't think there's anyone going through and listening to the 30 million podcasts of varying length right. from 20 minutes but to I, four I, hours, looking for an obscenity or two. A motherfucker! I'd have been swearing a long time ago. <laughs> I Jeez. can't believe it was you that. Said. <laughs> <laughs> Unleash the hounds. <laughs> Um, but I got used to not swearing. Right? I you can used to turn it whenever on. I would do your show. I, I don't think I ever had it. No, nobody ever did. Well, no, the Buffalo Man said shit twice. Oh. Right in a row. She said, well, that's a bunch of shit. And then she went, oh, shit. <laughs> but, I, you know, I used to do like with some crow and stuff. So I'd kind of yeah. learn how to harness that. Right, it's weird. You can turn it on and off. Yeah. Right? Um, back to music. So replacements thing coming on on Friday. Uh, are you listening to you? I know you are because you post this stuff. What's new, man? Give me, give me Hudson's hot pick of the week. What's, what's the new hot stuff that I would like that I'm probably not. Well, I, I, this is a bit early, but you know, in about three weeks, there's a new Wilco record. Um, I didn't realize it was that close. I, I did know because I'm going to see Wilco in November in Lincoln, in okay. Omaha, so I knew there was a new record. But that's three weeks. I think it's like October 11th or so. Oh boy, that's good Something stuff. Something like that. That's um, big, good stuff. Yes. Yeah, What's the next Jason Isbell record, by the way? Oh, that's, that's going to be a while. That that's going to be a while. Uh, that's right now. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the was, reviews have been really, really good for it. Um, people are really starting to kind of slag on Wilco. You know. Well, I, you know, I, I get the dad. Dad rock. Dad, dad rock joke. I get it. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with it. Um, it's you know, music. some of the new stuff is good. Some of it is. There's a couple records in the last ten years that I'm not real crazy about. You know but I like Wilco as a whole more than. A, you know, every record's going to be interesting yeah. at least. And every show is amazing. And yeah. that's what I keep going back to is like, you go see them and you're just blown away. Yeah. Again, yeah. by how. Freaking awesome they are! Yes. So I'm firmly in the dad rock category. It's, well, I mean, it's sad because I understand. Um, a record that has come out that I really, really like came out I think two weeks ago. A uh, band that's played here a few times over the years, Twin Peaks. See, I heard of them. I've seen. They're from them. Chicago. Yeah. They used to be kind of noisy, but this new record they could appear on a bill with Wilco. I mean, the new record kind of sounds like the band. Oh, really? Yeah, but a little snottier. Yeah, but but I mean, it, it's 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 more Americana-ish. Um, Twin Peaks. Yeah, I like Break that, that one a lot. Dad Rockers, because that's all we listen to this show. Um, <laughs> update: be, be like the cool kids. But they've played at haven't they played at Total Drag? A couple shows at Total Drag. They've also played at Icon. Uh, they're getting a lot of national acclaim, though. Really? 
I, I think their name hurts them though, because if you don't know who the band is, and you say Twin Peaks, people immediately think of the show. Yep. Uh, which, and then all of a sudden you got some weird dude hanging outside your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns yeah, out it's yeah. David Lynch. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jesse Mellon has a new record out. Who's that? Uh, used to be in a band called Degeneration in the 90s. He's kind of uh, Ryan Adams-ish. Really? Uh, influenced by the replacements. What's next in the world of music? Like, you know, we go through these phases, right? You know, most of the music you listen to is kind of often of a genre. Not a genre, but it has certain influences. It has a particular kind of sound that you would recognize, a kind of noisy, guitar-y, poppy kind of music, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's you. I don't like modern production. You want something that's stripped down. I want to hear real instruments. So I want to hear a band play live. I, yeah. Um, I mean, there are exceptions to every rule. And, but. you know, so, like, uh, taking the kids to school, you know, you listen to a little, uh, well, stuff that you want to gouge your eyes out of. Uh, yes. Uh, I won't even use the radio station numbers because right. I used to work Just for who cares? But <laughs> it, it's, uh, right. But that kind of... Modern pop music, yeah, I don't like bizarre. But the kids love it. It's like it's right. so conservative. You know, here's the thing: you may see me on whether it's my Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or talking to me in person, rant and rave about how I despise this and despise that. Right. I will. You'll never see me go to somebody's page and say they're wrong for listening to what they listen. To. You've always done that because everybody has the right to search their own path musically. I may think it's garbage, and it is. But, <laughs> but I, I, I don't think anyone can be wrong for what they listen to. Now I have to say, my personal taste when it comes to the most current pop stuff, which you know, the mainstream culture stuff, I think there's always tons of great music being made. Yeah. It's just harder and harder to you find know, it some, nowadays. And, and but but as far as like the modern stuff, there's there's a term these days they call it algorithm music. Where all this music is being made with an algorithm, yep. and and that's why to me, the the bubblegum country doesn't sound any different than the bubblegum pop music. No, it's terrible. kind of that same formula, and it's kind of that same unreal feel to it. It does. It doesn't sound real. Now there, are, I mean, like John Legend. Okay, I, you know, it's not like I'm a huge John Legend fan, but I've seen him on different shows or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Okay, he's got something. Yeah, not my thing, but no. But he's got yeah. he's got a thing. Yeah. But then I hear this, this weird, this just weird sound. I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, it was. It was it's not even hip hop. That's not. The what funny I'm thing is, that so much of it. And again, I I know I'm sounding like an ageist, like a raucous, like a classist. Do it, yeah. baby. It's all I about the it. dad rock. But it's like, like when it, let's say when some pop song is attached to like let's say the NFL or something yeah. like that or like I remember Imagine Dragons had like the NCAA <laughs> football theme yeah. even though I heard that song maybe 25 times in a two hour fo- three hour football game I could not hum you that song today no no because yeah, to me they're just completely forgettable songs they're they're uh, they're jingles yeah they're commercial jingles yeah. But, um, but you know again, what we're gonna do? Again, I'm old. I'm old. Oh, I'm old. Oh, I'm but stuck that's in my ways. Audience, man. There ain't no kids listening to this show. Millennial. 
right yeah. there. Oh, that's right. We do. Uh, we went through the, the millennial, millennial thing. Millennials. Oh, you weren't here for the millennial. I'm discussion. an elder millennial. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, we're going to take a short break for two reasons. One, I want to plug a couple of things here. Okay. Our friend uh, and and longtime friend uh, and one of the greatest Sioux Falls musicians of all time, Rich Show. Uh, is uh, using for the he's oh fabulous the, the bumper music on that show so I want to thank Rich for for letting me use his music to um, and he played at my wedding which was tremendous what a show uh, also uh, I need to plug our sponsor and I've, I've neglected our sponsor Northview Bait and Tackle which is the the source of uh, do they want to like sponsor some rock and roll too yes. <laughs> Do you need yeah, cat food? Do you need cat food? <laughs> or bait? No, I don't have any cats. What are your What are your uh, leech needs right now? Because I got a live bait, a dead tackle. Uh, you got propane, propane accessories, uh, U-Haul, uh, storage, you know, self storage, and a high end dog and cat food. Are any well, of those things in your? It's probably not going to work out for me for a sponsor idea. Well, you could get uh, gift cards and give them away at Christmas and such. Well, that's an idea. I mean, do you know to the Fisher person in your family? Sure. Northview Bait and Tackle. It's on North Kiwanis <laughs> Avenue, just off Russell Avenue. I like how you don't actually have a read for them. You just like do it off the you know, yeah. You just do it off the top of your head. Well, it's, when you remember. Yeah, and it's also <laughs> the uh, important thing here at Full Circle Book Co-op. Your uh, left, no. Conservative communist left-leaning libertarian bookstore and cafe at 123 West 10th Street in beautiful downtown Sioux Falls. We're going to come right back and we're going to talk about some other stuff. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Yay! Patrick Lally show here from the Full Circle Book Co-op uh, down on uh, 123. I, it, there's two. That's the problem with the addresses. I'm not sure because it actually takes up two storefronts, and I think one of them is 123, and one of them is something else. So I just say right, 125, maybe. Well, it's not. It's like 138 or something. Yeah. Okay. There's the only next four, is 119. So there's only like four storefronts it's on this one, entire two, three. street. One, two, three. And but I remember 123, so that's what I use. 123 West 10th Street in beautiful downtown Sioux Falls, the best little city in America. Of course, this show uh, brought to you by Northview Bait and Tackle, your home for bait, tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul, self-storage, and high-end dog and cat food. Um, we're here with Scott Hudson, our guest this week. That sounds like some Al Bundy would like do commercials for. Northview Bait and Tackle? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> propane, propane accessories. Yeah. Oh, Al Bundy from... Uh, from uh, 
Oh, yeah, the other show. The, the, You're talking about... I was thinking of Al Bundy for Married with Children. Yes, but, but uh, yeah, it's a great show. That's where propane, propane accessories comes from. Okay, okay. Possibly one of the greatest lines uh, ever written for animated television. And there's a lot of them, but propane, propane accessories, you don't get much better than that. King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah, that's right. Very, yeah, great show. <laughs> that boy ain't right. Mike Judge. <laughs> yes, Mike Judge is awesome. Uh, so uh, we're talking. We're here with Scott Hudson, who was a guest on my old show. I, and here's the other thing about um, the radio show that uh, instilled with me some bad habits for podcasting. I always reintroduce the guest, and it's like if you're listening yeah. to a podcast, you know who the guest is. Right. Like, you're not getting in your car and coming and, in and it says right on your screen. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So uh, you know who we're talking to. It's that one guy. These people. We have some new guests here in the. Uh, the uh, We've doubled our audience. What is this? The scriptorium? <laughs> no, it's the uh, antechamber. The scriptorium. The scriptorium. We are in the scriptorium, which is a lovely room if you just want to come and hang out at the Full Circle Book Club because it's awesome. Uh, and uh, there's encyclopedias, there's some literature, there's travel manuals, there's, uh, there's a, a radio with a cassette player on it, and some typewriters. The thinkers. The thinker's thesaurus. Not just yeah, a normal thesaurus. No, we got the music section, though. The we do have a music section. Okay. We've been talking about music, but I want to talk about podcasting now because Scott Hudson, uh, you are uh, you're the most, uh, I don't know, not popular. For this. Pop, you're not popular. Not popular in town, that's right. But the, you probably have the <laughs> most podcast plays of anybody, well, in Sioux Falls, certainly. You're, you're huge in the podcast world is what I'm trying to say. Well, well, thank you. It was kind of funny the other day. I, I really hate when I leave my TV on Kello. Because <laughs> then when I turn the TV on the next day, there's that really awful talk show thing that they do, which I don't understand why they do. Which one? The mid-afternoon thing. Oh, yeah. it's not. Good. And I, I turned on my TV the other day, and there was a, quote, podcasting expert who was explaining... Uh, how podcasting works and where you can find podcasts. Who was it? I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm just thinking to myself, not only have I been doing podcasts for over 10 years in this town, I do a podcast based on one of that channel's primetime shows. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which we should say is Big Brother. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's a CBS affiliate, you're doing Big Brother, and you have, your Big Brother podcast is like one of the most popular whatever class podcast in the world which is very weird knowing me right that i would yes but it's because, i have to explain this all the time why yeah, i do it why because it's because it's like a freak of culture right yeah i mean you've heard this spiel a million times that but these people have no not. they haven't they have, okay big brother is the one show that you can actually watch what actually happened because there are there's live feeds. Yeah. These people are in this this house for three months. They're evicted one per week, sometimes two a week. But you can watch everything to do twenty four seven. And so there is my interest always has been I watched it long before I started doing podcasts, was what is the difference for what CBS shows three nights a week for an hour and what actually happened. And I found out pretty quickly that quite often a lot it'd be people that were total idiots total fucktards <laughs> <laughs> since I found out I can swear fuck yeah 
I mean, complete assholes in the house would be given this glorious edit on the TV show. So that's, I mean, that that to me is what always got me watching live feeds. And so I did some blogging with some people for some years. And then when I started my music show, I go, why don't we do a podcast on it? Because the only podcasts that were out there at the time were rah, 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 network broadcast right. based. Yeah. And my idea was, let's do what really happened. And yep. especially since when we record on Saturday nights, the stuff that had actually happened would not actually air for another six days. Oh, sure. So we were giving spoilers to what yes. was what was happening, and 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 I get it. Didn't any network thug show up at your door and try and break your equipment? No, because we we helped them sell the live feeds. Live feeds are six bucks a month. You know, the more popular show is more popular. You could buy the 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 Big Brother uh, live. It's been estimated about two hundred thousand. Well, that's a lot, yeah. right? I mean, that's pretty good, considering it's a it's an add on, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's second money, as we like to say in the industry. Right. I mean, in in the scheme of things, and this is how they can get away with doing what they do with the TV edit is, in the scheme of overall viewership, that's still. It's peanuts. It's peanuts. So they don't really care. Yeah. Nobody and and but. You get that many people listening to your podcast. Well, let's not go too far. But well, it's a lot. No, we do get a lot. We, we have topped the iTunes TV and movie charts. Um, we used to be regularly in the top ten. It's, it's, we're not in the top ten anymore because, as you know, in recent years, the corporations have, have jumped into the podcast. Right. It's hard for us to compete with NPR Right. You know, uh, ESPN. But are you still, are your numbers still high? You're just yes. not in the top 10. Right, right. And we're still right. like in the top 20. Well, that's good. You so know. what's it? And we, we? it's recorded in my bedroom on Skype. <laughs> on Skype with two people and we're, we're competing with NPR. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And you got way nicer stuff than we got on this show. Let's just say that. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a live audience. Uh, that's true. But uh, the Skyping thing, we need to talk about that later. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I drink throughout it. Sometimes I, sometimes I purposely take because we play audio from the live feeds. We'll play this audio and say this is what happened. Yeah. Blah blah blah, and then we'll laugh at it or do whatever. Sometimes I'll purposely make a two-hour clip just so I can go make another drink. Not a two-hour clip, a two-minute like two clip. Two-minute clip. Two-hour. No, so two-minute clip so I can go like refill and pee. That's good. That's like playing Inagata DeVita. Exactly. 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 That's, good. that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, so, so that's the Big Brother. It's called the Big Brother Big Brother Gossip, Gossip Show, yes. And that, so that's still going. Yes. Um, are we in season right now? It ends tomorrow night. So our finale tapes Friday night after I do my replacements. So you're doing ledge show. You're doing live ledge. I'm, yep. And then you're doing Big Brother gossip. Yes. When do you do? Deal me off my bedroom floor about eleven <laughs> o'clock that night. When do you do day drinking? Uh, tomorrow, and then the day drinking bonus show. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a day drinking bonus show? Because of pay, well, day drinking start. Okay, we we got we don't have any ads on Big Brother Gossip. We have no sponsors. Yeah, which you know, yeah, 
sucks. <laughs> and so we signed up. We were we were early adapters to Patreon. Okay. And uh, which is a podcasting service networking kind of thing. It's it's uh, a networking thing where you have your listeners contribute money. Gotcha. <laughs> Can you get me in there? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> but you give you give. It's kind of like Kickstarter when that you give uh, your listeners perks, and so at certain levels they get this, 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 this. My listeners get uh, you know they get to hang get out. Nachos and beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we got on Patreon, we had to come up with some perks. So one of them was. A show called Day Drinking, which one of my co-hosts, Colette Lala, she's based in D.C. Her and I, uh, we drink and talk TCM movies. It's, it's, a class, it's a classic movie podcast where every week she picks out three movies and she gives all the behind-the-scenes de- you know, details, the gossip of who's sleeping with who and... All that kind of From stuff. From the golden age. From the golden age. So she picks out three movies, tells us all about them. We watch them. So the beginning of the next week is our thoughts and our listeners' thoughts of those three movies. How did your listeners give you their thoughts? Just email or? Yeah, they, they tweet oh, us or email us. So you go of. through and just read them and talk about what they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So what kind of what kind of uh, listenership do you get on that? Well, it's, it, it, you know, because we're Patreon only, it's only... Just to them? Yeah, so it's, it's like 100 people. Cool. That's what this show does. <laughs> Slightly exaggerating there. If we look on, you can get the... By the way, you get the Patrick Lally Show podcast on all your major services. That's right. And, uh, but on SoundCloud, you know, I get my numbers, it's good. That's not the point. That's not what we <laughs> So you've got you've got uh, Live Wedge, you've got uh, Big Brother Gossip. Big Brother Gossip. You got Day Drinking. Day Drinking Bonus Show. Day Drinking Bonus Show, which is a completely different show. Yes. We used to record Day Drinking, Day Drinking Bonus together, but that's a lot of time sitting at the computer drinking. Drinking. So we split it up. It's only a couple hours each. So what is the Day Drinking? Um, Same thing. Well, that is the more frivolous show of the bunch. Oh. If you think, if you think what I've talked about is frivolous, <laughs> she, Colette, my co-host, is a big fan of Below Deck and Housewives and oh, shows like that. Oh God, she's drug you down into it. So we <laughs> recap those shows. You're just there. You're just. I, the this talent. is like the anti-rock and roll side of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I should say you brought. Uh, sweat. You have the you have stickers. Mm-hmm. You have the ledge, which I should say this uh, the ledge logo. I have T-shirts of. Oh my god! I don't have a variety of sizes. I have. You need sweat. a merch table over there. You do. <laughs> this is also like a touring act. Real punk radio stickers. I need this kind of stuff. I need this swag. I have those. I have those. Uh, we'll be giving them away. By the way, there's a cycle cross race on Sunday at Sherman Park. We're giving them away as prizes. Uh, the leftover Patrick Wiley show prizes. Oh, right on. Yeah. Real Punk Radio, The Ledge. I use those for day drinking. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, anybody in the audience wants one, just let me know. I'll take care of you. Um, so, those are it. That's it. The bonus show. Yeah, that's... So, yeah, that's... Including this show, five shows in four days. Wow. Wow. So, your time... Your, podcasting for you really is a job. 
unfortunately, you work otherwise. Unfortunately, I don't get paid like I mean no no uh, the um we do pretty well with our big brother gossip money, uh, but it's split three ways. But what so and, and the mean? thing is when big brother gossip is over, Cut and I still do the day drinking thing. So we have our own Patreon for day drinking. Got it. And so we make a couple hundred every every week off it. Dude, I can live on that. <laughs> I can. I, I can live way down here. I ride a bike, although not today. But can we talk about traffic for a second? For the love of God! I hate driving so much. I really, really hate it. And I know it's not LA, and it's not Boston, and it's not Houston. But good Lord, does it suck driving around this town. You're not lying. Minnesota Avenue is one lane in each direction. I didn't know it was Yeah, well, that's not unusual, is it? Southeastern, still close. It's going to be close for a while. Just trying to get from the, 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 the bucolic southeast side. Try driving from my house, where you know where I live, yeah. off of Bonson. Yeah. The day that you knew a storm hit, but didn't know that tornadoes had touched down. <laughs> and you have a chiropractor appointment in, on uh, over by the Empire Mall. <laughs> Good luck. And you're cutting through Tud Hill, no. not knowing that there are trees. Right, in, I did that. Yes. And then crazy. not knowing that 41st Street was basically closed, let alone all those streets just north of 41st were right a jungle. Seven, yeah. eight blocks. Yes. Yeah, it was terrible. Because I cut through Tut Hill, where you cut through, on Edgewood. That's my, that's my go you, through everywhere. And now because Southeastern's closed, everybody's going down. You can't get on the cliff. You just can't get on. You're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Hours and hours, days and days, people are going to starve. But luckily with my lifestyle, it's not often that I'm on like yeah, the... Yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> I'm in my bedroom doing podcasts and drinking. <laughs> it's, a life, it's a lifestyle I can embrace. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not against it. Yeah. So well, the, so the podcasting, you're still doing it. You're still killing it. Well, I, I think we're doing okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank How you. do you get paid for Big Brother? Is that... Uh, the Patreon again. Okay. Patreon. Yeah, Patreon.com. I gotta look into this because this show is really about to take off. I'm sure. It I, is. My producer I mean, is telling like me. My producer is telling me that we are on the cutting edge. We're on the cusp of really doing something. We start. We, we have a social media strategy, and he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's the strategy. I don't understand. He's like, who's on the show this week? I'm like, you're the producer. The thing is, though, you got to look at it on my point of view that the one. Okay. I'll never make money on the music show. I've never made money doing anything with music in this town for the true. 45 years I've been I threw, covering I it. I threw a little cash away, you but did, it, was, you did. It, was, it, was, it was chicken feed. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but considering that, that, well, Big Brother's over tomorrow, but considering where we are in the charts, why didn't we have sponsors? Right. But then again, we were kind of naughty on this show, so uh, probably... Yeah. That's why you don't have sponsors. Well, but we're not on a network. I mean, that's that's the thing. Everybody these days is on a network. We're not on a network. It's all, you know, that's I uploaded from Everything a, gets co-opted, yeah. Scott. Yeah. Everything gets co-opted. Hey, I can be bought. Are you in it for the art or are you in it for the money? The money. <laughs> it could be in it for money. For Big Brother, I'm, give me yeah. a couple bucks and I'll, I'll say whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. When you start off with a, big bro- a podcast called Big Brother Gossip, I, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, any sense of sort of, yeah, you know, I mean, high ground is... Right, long, right, you're a whore. Long gone, 100%. Um, let's, uh, we're not going to take, take a break, but we're gonna, I want to talk about uh, 
We've talked about music. We've talked about uh, podcasting, which I always enjoy. Hey, man, let's mix it up. Let's talk about politics. Oh, boy. Okay? Here we go. So, or is it politics or just things that piss you off? Because um, yeah. sometimes they're the same thing. Let's talk about On cancel the culture. The cancer culture? Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yes. yes. Let's talk about that. Is this yes. the, and this gets into the politics stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. So you're talking about like a social media situation. Mainly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cancel, which means you can get You don't canceled. like something. I want that canceled. Got it. Yes. Got it. That sucks. Yeah. You have offended me. You must be removed. There, there, are, there are two comedy specials out right now that are amazing because they... Go after it head on, and it's comedians that are getting the bright wow. on their shit. Yes, uh, Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. Have you, I watched them watch, watch both show. those shows? They're both great. Even if you don't, here's the thing: where, where in our constitution does it say that you are, have the right to never be confronted by something you don't agree with? It doesn't. And yet, in fact, actually, exactly the opposite. Exactly. Sir. <laughs> But yet, I, I see all the time, and both those shows confront this. And Chappelle, I don't agree with the, everything Chappelle says. I work, I watched the first 15 minutes of it. I, I want to watch the rest of it. But, it, man, it was, it was powerful. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's and, uncomfortable, and but it's... As silly yes. as my Big Brother show is, we have been confronted with this over the years because we actually like people that are will do anything to win that don't care about other people's feelings. It's just, I'm on this stupid show to win a half a million dollars. I'll do whatever it takes. So we don't always, like, we rarely are, are foul. We rarely favor the person that the mass quantities of viewers like. Right. The which is the really person. the really sweet girl that has... No, crush her. Yeah, crush her. Crush her. Exactly. Out in the exactly. So... Got it. We have been accused of many things over the years. If if we don't like this person, that means that. For example, uh, the second person out this year happened to be a person of color. Uh, because we didn't like her, you were racist. We were racist, and I just said, um, "Do you want to tell my brother-in-law and my nephew and niece right. about that?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that, and that's the, but that's the complicated American conversation, right? Yeah, everything because it's true. Everything is a product of what happened before. Right. But you just have to be able to deal with it. Right. right. Have conversations that are based on actual facts. Have conversations that are based on making things better, not, I fucking hate you. Yes. Right? So, yeah, if someone came to me and said, you know, let's, let's talk, keep it on Big Brother because that's the best example. If they said, look, I like this person because A, B, C, D, and E. I'd be like, okay, I don't agree with B and C, well, but I understand A and D. Right, exactly. Uh, but instead it's, you don't, you're this, you're this, you're this, you need to be canceled, this show is racist, you shouldn't be listening to this show. I was like, that's not how you fix things. Well, there is a terrible strain of liberalism in America today. Yes. And, and, and I, you hate to go right to politics. I don't belong to either party, and no. it's because there are things I hate about either party. And as far as but the left the, goes, yeah. it is that. It is it is that I don't want to be confronted by things I don't like attitude. And I don't want to pick on young people, cause it's, it is, but it's endemic to young people of every generation, right? I mean, and I'm old now. And at one time I was young, and I was firebrandy, and I, you know, and I, believed, I believed what I believed. Um, but I think that and even 
even in those times, I was I wanted a discussion. Like, like yeah. I, was, I wanted to have a, a conversation. Right. I had a I, I had a woman in Washington D.C. one time when I was at a conference at a bar on Capitol Hill, dump an entire pitcher of beer on my head and call me a communist. <laughs> well, that was cool. She had points. She had valid was points. <laughs> but, <laughs> was it good beer? It was. It was hard. That's a horrible oh. waste of beer. It was, and at that time it was twenty dollars a pitcher. <laughs> in what? And that that was a long time ago. Anyway, um, she uh, not she. Let's get away from her. Let's just take a moment, though. Well, I'm know that if, like, if if I read a bad review of a record that I like, I'm not going to condemn this this magazine. Right. This the magazine it's, never should exist. It's like sometimes I've read bad reviews of records, and it's like, you know what? I kind of want to hear this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's what, that's what, the point. What of is criticism? it that caused this person to hate this rec album so much? But now it's no, it's it's. But when you put it in the political realm, okay, um, and I and I, I, I have an, I have an issue right now with a particular segment of the left, which is, uh, and they tend to be younger, but they're not all young, and that is that it is that is one hundred percent this way, yes, and it is, and and the facts be damned, yes, right, because yes, uh, climate change. Is an issue. I'm 100% behind you, but it is not. The solution is not just this one thing that you're focused on. Right. 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 It is a complete change of lifestyle. And when I look at uh, the Trustafarians driving around Boulder in their uh, in their uh, you know Land Rovers, you've lost any credibility, sir, just because you don't shower or wear a bra or uh, or a shirt. It doesn't make her a bad person. No, it doesn't mean you're a bad person, but it also doesn't mean you 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 are you you're living a hypocritical lifestyle. Right. And when I see the one of the things that drove me crazy about the Keystone protests up in uh, Standing Rock last year, right, is that everybody's showing up, all the celebrities are showing up there um, to support this protest, which is fine, but they're protesting two different things, right? So Native peoples are generally protesting. Uh, are trying to protect water and natural resources, right? The celebrities are all in it because they think it's a climate change issue, right? Those are two different issues. Mm-hmm. And they flew water there. quality, and they flew there. <laughs> and when you show the camp, it was all of pickups and SUVs. <laughs> <laughs> and the trash they left behind. And none of them were riding a damn bike. Which you would have. Which I would have. Yes. So, don't tell me, don't... I, I, if I if I talk to one more twenty two year old liberal who's driving around in in a, in a big old in a freaking Cadillac, I'm gonna punch him square in the face. Yeah. Because I don't do it. <laughs> or you know there are there are there there are variations on that, and they're just annoying people. That's what it comes down to, Scott. Yeah, yeah, and and the funny thing is, once you get into that, where I hate this and anything associated with that it does become facts be damned Um, there's an example this year I'm bringing it to Big Brother because that's the easiest way for me to do it there's a person this year that is not a good guy when when this show ends tomorrow he's going to get a shit storm of abuse online and probably, (laughs) probably deserves it but he also deserves to win and I see that these people these are the kind of people that throw and hate at me that because they don't like him he could say the sky is blue, 
and they're they're going, how dare you? How dare you say that? This guy is obviously green. How dare you say this guy? Is, I mean, um, it kind of reminds me reminds me of my ex in laws. Oh, oh okay. Uh, and I can safely are say they still my. With us? Are they still with us? Yes, I can. Oh, one of them is. Right. Um, I can safely say that my ex-wife doesn't listen to the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? So can I. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my my ex-in-laws, they stayed together for my ex-wife. Yeah. And they stayed together, and literally within six months of us getting married, Boom, they done. they they split up. And so during my brief attempt at marriage. Valiant though it was. Um, she despised her father mm-hmm. and thought that her father was to blame for everything that had befell their family from mm-hmm. day one. Mm-hmm. And it was because during her waking hours, dad was working, mom worked while she was in school. Got it. Now, and I've always been of the thing, with the exception of Hitler and a few other people. Wow, well, I'm gonna I'm waiting for this to come around. Not, <laughs> not, no, 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 no. Person you, X is big not circle. You know, the person that's said to be an angel is not as angelic as said, and the person said to be the devil is not as bad. And I'm getting left and right, whichever side you're against here. Um, She learned as an an adult that, okay, mom wasn't quite as angelic as she was being. But because she was telling her how bad dad was every day. And so I think that's the same with, with politics. With the far examples of both sides... I don't think just because you are you have an R behind your name or a D behind your name that you are automatically Satan or an angel. Does that make sense? Yes. Did that long 100%. story kind of come into? Yeah. You did. You did a nice job pulling yeah. it together. And the it, middle eighty percent makes sense. It's the ten percent either end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. At, at this point, I'm like, get rid of the. I don't care. Get rid of the parties. Just get rid of them. That's ridiculous. Get rid That's, of those people like, that go on your Facebook page and write <laughs> sixty paragraphs. With zero facts. If you can be liberal or conservative, yes, you can be. Con- you can be constitutionalist. You can be. Uh, you can be libertarian. Uh, libertarian. Uh, Left leaning libertarian, communist, conservative, communist cafe. You can be all those things without being a member of some stupid political party. Yeah. That all they. Their only existence is for raising money. At yes. this point, they don't even. Uh, it is. It is one hundred percent. I I now believe uh, antithetical. I've come full circle on my Federalist Papers uh, uh, <laughs> perspective, where I was. Now I now I'm going to get my people mixed up. But my John, I was a John Jay guy. And now I'm a you know whatever. That at that time when I first read those things, and I I was like, no, I think that that that's this idea of factionalism. It's not a bad thing. And now I'm completely factionalism. Is horrible, and and political parties are antithetical to to any sort of self governance. I agree term. with that. Wow, we came in, came a long way because from Big Brother. We, we have, yeah, I know. I can't believe I got Big Brother into a political discussion. <laughs> um, there are just too many people though these days that because of social media that they anything that their party of choice says. Is 100% fact. Yeah. And the blind leading the blind. Yeah. I mean, uh, and and that's 
That's where the social media thing really bothers me. And, yes, and I, I follow one of the people I follow on Twitter. I don't, I'm not on social media as much as I used to be. And is uh, Bill Crystal, right, who is uh, decidedly <coughs> one of the paragon conservative thinkers of his time. And I see him on Twitter just get filleted by these people. Yeah. Who don't know... That's the other thing. They, you they know, call themselves conservatives. Back back to the cancel culture thing. That's the part I don't understand. Um, and I mentioned that guy that was bad on Big Brother. That's going to get tons of. I don't understand if you don't like somebody, why you would go to their Instagram <laughs> or Twitter or their Facebook and just tell them how horrible of a person they are. Go there and maybe discuss the. You know, like that's you said, fun. have discussions. But there are, be excited. there are people that take it as a badge of honor that I've been blocked by. <laughs> I was such an asshole yeah. that I got blocked. That's nice just, work. That to me is like the worst of the worst when people do Way that. to enter the public arena, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, and I, it's not social but media's fault. But he triggers fault. me. He triggers, it triggers me. It's not social media's fault. It is, it is human beings' fault. It is laziness. We are a lazy culture. People don't read. They don't pay attention. They don't think. Um, they weren't challenged. They were all coddled as children, and they need to all suffer. That's right. <laughs> they need to suffer deeply. Um, Pat Lally for mayor. Pat Lally for mayor. Uh, <laughs> You'll make sure the sirens go off, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You will suffer, but you will have sirens. Um, <laughs> Scott, I think we've we've hit every major. Are we good? Are you good? Uh, I, I, what else yeah. you got? What else you got? What's going on? Any, uh, are there any shows coming up you want to go to? Oh, we, no, 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 we, we didn't. Did. We, did. we, we talked you about Twin Peaks. fetching beer. No, you just left. No, I, I got bored. <laughs> just like... Uh, what's that? Oh, oh, you're gonna, oh did you hear that? We just said, can you kick someone out of town? Oh, yeah. Can I, could, before you do that, and I want you to do that, I want you to tell the, I'm going to tell the story about where that came from. Okay. Okay, so Scott, we didn't talk about Tempest. Scott was um, uh, the music writer at Tempest when I was editor, okay, when we started Tempest. Scott was involved very early on, and uh, we were always looking for cover ideas, and the Twin Cities Reader, the, the long-defunct Twin Cities Reader, did this, 10 people should leave, who should leave town, and we're like... That's a great idea. And I raised my hand and said, "Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in." And and so we had a big gathering and we picked the ten people. Well, then it just became annual. A yearly thing. It became annual because, of course, you need you need the best of Sioux Falls. You need the worst of Sioux Falls. You need stuff to put on the cover, frankly, because I you know I'm not going to write. It I right. always had at least three. Yes, and <laughs> you did. You were very good at. It. And then you took it after well, after Tempest went away. But the funny thing is, after it was. You know, there was that year that it was sold. Tempest. Yes. Yes. After and the after the original owners. Yes. And I stuck around for a little bit. Yes. And I remember there was, you know, because that was going to be the, uh, the kinder, gentler Tempest. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember we had... Somebody uh, actually say that? What? Somebody actually say that? No, but that was right away. Okay. It was, um, and so there was an attempt to do the 10 people to get out of town. And of course, I had my list that nobody could deny me. Of. Right, mm-hmm. right. That was part of the fun. And was, uh, pitching. And list. it was uh, one of them was um, what's his name from the the original guy that was running the pavilion. 
Oh yeah, I can't remember his name now. I can see him. Close my eyes and yeah. see him. Scott, no, no, Steve, Steve, yes, Steve, something or another. And I was pushing Steve Hart. <laughs> that was my number one person. And who is now out of town? And the the cousin of the new owners, who was a writer at the time, and I can't remember anybody's name, so no. don't ask me. She was a, a server at the pavilion. And she's like, no, my boss is gonna hate me. My boss is gonna hate me. It's like, welcome to the club. It's like. No, if if you're gonna have any kind, if yeah. if this is going to be treated seriously, and it was, it was very serious. Um, I don't care who your cousin, you know, who you're related to, who you work for. This person to me needs to be in it. Convince me otherwise. People, and, yeah. And, it, and, it got, and of course, apparently, the day they were delivered, they were tossed right into the trash, <laughs> which made me proud. Um, but it was shortly after that that I left Tempest, and then Tempest folded. Yeah, and. That's when I got a call from Crow saying, hey, what a, we like this get out of town thing. <laughs> <laughs> Crow being K-R-R-O. Yes. K-R-R-O. 103.7. Yes. Which was funny because most of the 90s, I lambasted Crow. Yeah, most of the 90s. And so it's like, yeah, okay, sure, I'll go. A media horror. It was a morning show, right? It was a morning show. I don't remember who the gone. original DJ, but after you know, for the Max most of the later was time Max was Cade. But it was, Cade but morning. there was people before Cade that brought me on. Yeah, crush, I think you were on at crash. What's that? Eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was on at eight. Yes. Wow. And I used to sometimes sit in through the whole you morning. Stalker over here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you did. You were on, but it was somebody before Cade. There were there were there was a morning dude before that. I don't remember who it is, but it was Cade that I became closest with that I hung out with a lot actually. And yeah, I kept the get out of town once a week. Oh my god, no. that's that's high quality. And it pretty much kind of just turned in my rant for the week. It wasn't yeah. this like get you out. Should do that of town. on this show. How many people each week? One. One. One person. Yeah. They were usually spot on. Sometimes a little off, but yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. The ten people that should get out of town was some of the best work we ever did. Oh, my God, that was so much fun. We did spell Ann Grovigal's name wrong. Well, that's not shocking. No, because I still couldn't spell it. Well, there was one time I, uh, I was flying somewhere, and I was flying with, um, Gunlicks. Tom Gunlicks. I wasn't with Gunlicks. We just had to be on the same plane. Yeah. Former Tom, bar owner. Tom Gunlicks, former bar owner. And we kicked him out one year. And yeah, I, I'm sure I wrote that one. <laughs> he was, he was, he had uh, started Opie's. Yes. And he goes, he goes, Scott. Because <laughs> <laughs> we put our names on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about how he didn't know anything about, I mean, he didn't read Tempest. No. But he was out of the state, out of the country when his issue came out. Yeah. And so he, he flew in, gets in a taxi, and the taxi guy looks at him and says, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, Tempest Magazine just kicked you out of town. <laughs> Really cool about it. I mean, he yeah. was he was fine. It was funny. That's, now some people would get mad. Oh, I know. There's um, yes, there are some people to this day will not talk. There's there is someone that you are friends with 
who writes about like uh, buildings, who refuses to look me in the eye. <laughs> Somebody who writes about buildings. Yes. Oh, we'll talk about that. Off I, I won't to, give. You're it's a, to publish something so you get out of it. It's a podcast. Well, okay. Uh, you have to give me on, more. Name. Give me more. Oh, names. You don't have to say who it is, but just give me like. Give me initials. Uh, well, wrote for the Argus for a long, long, long time. Worked for a mayor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Currently has well, her own publication. Right. So is that your uh, KSO goodbye? Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, no eye contact. I don't think that's you, though. Uh, who else would it be? <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> Alright, so what do we got? What do we got? No, that's fine. I get it. Fine. I'm sure I she's it. been on this new show. No, so. she hasn't. She no, should be. Let's just who say are you kicking out of town now? Let oh, me. who would I kick out? Were you prepared? Okay. No, we weren't prepared but for this. But he's been thinking about it. He's been thinking about it. I'm going to go big. I'm going to go big. I'm going to go big. I'm going to go with the mayor. Oh! I'm going to go with the mayor. And it was the tornadoes. Well, I don't like... I don't like this whole. I don't like this. Uh, this whole. If the minority of our gov- city government likes something, well, then, then you hate it. The majority of the government has to hate it. Right. Um, it's the other way around too. It's like yes, yes. Oh yeah, it goes both yeah. ways. It and, definitely uh, goes both and ways. Teresa Staley, I, I'm, I'm, we're going, I'm trying to get her on the show next week. I well, said um, that she was going to be last, but I'm actually to the end of the counselors. That but I'm when it, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to this tornado situation where the sirens only went off in certain right. places. Right. It went off in my neighborhood, but not. But we didn't have the tornado. Um, and then we hear, but those are outdoor sirens, so you wouldn't have heard it. In. I have heard every siren test that's ever had I've heard them during storms, too. But, but the thing is, is that's, that's a, that is a straw man argument. Eh, it's not a straw man argument, but it's like a red herring. Uh, but again, because, you because, because, put it on your phone. You get it on the yeah, yeah, but but the fact uh, of the matter I, I is, I turned all alerts off. My phone. <laughs> but uh, just wait. a second though, the fact of the matter is, whether or not you could hear it inside or not, they didn't go off. Yes, they didn't, they didn't go, go off. Is that That's the, the issue. Well, you didn't need. Well, to hear it, the you... back and forth between Stelly and the mayor about this issue, where he says she never contacted me, and she goes, "Here's his messages, but I did contact him," and then he's doing the whole. Uh, well, maybe you should be checking on Facebook if a storm is coming. I mean, <laughs> right. you no, know, you go to Facebook to post pictures of the storm after fa- of math. I'm, I'm just maybe this wasn't a good one to pick. I'm not real crazy with him so far. I think it's he, he's more of sh- of a show pony <laughs> than he is of actual. I don't think he's a governance. show pony. I don't think he's a show pony. No, you don't agree with me at all. I don't think he's a yeah, show pony. Council fan club over here. I okay. think Huther was a show pony. Oh, Huther's a big deal. Oh, by the way, uh, Huther's book is like the worst 123 pages. Oh, <laughs> man. All right, can we just put Kick him, him out of right, um, As a person who used to write 5,000 words every two weeks for Tempest. I know. The fact that he couldn't crank it's not. I could have written that book in a night. <laughs> Podcast hashtag in my bedroom writing about <laughs> exactly. That's right. No, he could. He could have well, written that book. In how, okay, what's how, it, it would have needed some structure. How could I get Kello to fund me 
to, to drive around to, and run No, for sit in my bedroom and meet old people in every small town in the state. Oh, oh, God. I haven't seen any of them. Are they, they have to be terrible. Oh, they're god awful. I can't watch. They're god awful. I can't watch. Am I back on your good side now? No, so here's my ten I can take. Okay. Yeah. So I I think that um I think that large in large measure he does a good job. And I talked to him about this in the old days, before he was mayor, about not letting people get under his skin. Meaning Scott Ayersman, who's been a good <laughs> <laughs> Or Bruce. You just you you take it, all right? Yeah. Because water off your back. It's, it's the part way, of the gig. The way it goes, it's part of the gig. Right? Just, you don't have to agree with It's like doing a podcast and being called a racist. I mean, it just comes with the territory. <laughs> so, uh, I think that he has become a little bit too much reactionary to Teresa Staley, uh, Janet Brecky, bad stuff. They're going to say what... I mean, and the fact of the matter is, in terms of rhetoric and like gumming up the process, they aren't doing nearly as much as they could. Right? If they want to gum up the process, they should come and talk to me. I'll show them how to gum up a process. <laughs> right? You're a gummer. I'm a gummer. Um, well, you, if you spend any time with an actual functioning legislature, you learn how, you learn the, the, the tricks of the trade. Uh-huh. Right? Um, we don't have one of those here, so it doesn't matter. But any legislative body, you can gum up the works. They don't, they're doing that. They say stuff. Big damn deal. Sit there. Let it go. Let it go. Now, I would think he would support these, these, uh, changes to the charter 100% because you know what the last thing I want to do chair a city council, city council meeting, meeting. Yeah. that will make it way better for him because he won't have to sit there and listen to it and next time I'll pre prep my get out of town so it'll be better I mean I was no, put no, on no, the spot this time to get to my point I don't think that he's a show pony I think that he is used to working in a completely different environment oh definitely and that's you know, when you're when you're running a very successful startup that was your idea and you're the man, everybody fawns at your feet. They're just, I mean, and he's very successful. Yeah, he yeah. deserves a hundred percent credit for what he did. But you have come into a different world, my friend, and you're working with the bureaucracy, and they may not. And I don't. I think the city employees are probably way happier now than they were before. I think he treats them pretty well. We'll see what the long term brings. But, but but what about this cultural? What, what? That's yeah. Well, yep, that's I mean, that's kind of, that was one of the things I was going to bring up. Is that's a classic, it's kind of new worldy thing, and I think it's stupid. Okay, Nitzer yeah. broke it down very well in the meeting. Yes, he yeah, did. yeah, he did. That expansive. Well done. Nitzer. It's stupid. It's a stupid idea. Because whatever you just make it work with what the structure you have. Giving, coming up with fancy I can't believe I lost the crowd in the last five minutes. I was asked to bring back I, a classic. I, and I, you know what? That's not your fault. I you missed the moment. I missed the moment, didn't I? I should have been, thank you, good night! Yeah. I came out for thank one you. too many encores. And you know what's going to happen now? As I'm sitting at home later watching, you know, to, you know cops or <laughs> live PD... I'm going to sit there and go, I've got five good get out of town. (laughs) Here are my better ones. You know what? We should just make it a staple of the show. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, That's going to make my producer very happy. Yeah, and we'll get back around to the mayor. (laughs) He'll do something worse. Oh, yeah. Uh, We'll need a rebuttal. Any shows that you're going to go to? Me? 
<laughs> well, I know this. That's why if it's if you'll go to it, then it's. Uh, okay. I. I no, that's uh, nothing in the near future. No, no. Watch, he's watching the total drag list. Yeah, what's that? Dylan. I'll probably go to the Descendants actually when oh, when they yes, play. Yes, the Descendants. Yes, I'll go to that. That's at uh, the barn, right? Yes. I don't mind the barn. When it's good, I don't mind it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, thank you, Scott, for coming no, down. For I really on. appreciate it. Was it. This was fun. fun. We may be doing the uh, the the scriptorium room. It is quaint. You can't watch a council meeting. No, but no. we can do that later. Yeah. And then Kevin can have his little thing set up there, the producer, yeah. and then we're, we'll be good. We're looking yeah, for normally, audience and we're going to do music. So. Yeah, we're going to do this. podcast is still in flux. So I thank Scott for being here. Um, I thank my uh, sponsor, uh, Northview Bait and oh, Tackle, yeah. your source of uh, live bait, dead tackle, uh, propane, propane accessories, U haul, uh, self storage, and the best. High-end dog and cat food that money can buy um, over there on North Quantico. God, I'd love to do a read like that. <laughs> what? You got that, and It's you? like the best. It's okay. It is. I mean, <laughs> give it a shot. I, like, I thank my friends here at uh, Full Circle Book Co-op, 123 West 10th Street, your uh, conservative, communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe, who hosts us every week, normally right before public input, now known as City Council Bingo, but there's no City Council meeting tonight, so we'll be back maybe with a counselor next week. Uh, thank you all for being here. Uh, and to Mr. Rich Show, who will take you out with this lovely God bless music. Rich. God bless Rich. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. And I don't know what tomorrow brings.
Just like that in the love is gone. 